Welcome to the Mango Times Podcast. This is Fletch, and I'm the writer and editor for everything you read and listen to here on the Mango Times. On this podcast, we're going to discuss anything and everything that we experience together here on this crazy planet. So join me as I talk about different aspects of culture, from great movies to great music to everything we love to binge watch online together. And I'll do my best to entertain you as I share my perspective on life as a husband, dad, and grandfather to a big, loud family. So sit back as I grab a cup of coffee and my favorite dog and quietly make some noise. Hey, it's Fletch. Welcome back to the Mango Times podcast. This is episode number 17, and I'm just going to call this one Pipe Smoking. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but I had a lot of great feedback on the last episode, this jumping back into podcasting during the coronavirus 19. I'm going to talk about that in the next episode, COVID-19, what's happened, what stays, what changes. Um, but in the last episode, I talked a little bit about it's okay not to, it's okay to fail, it's okay to fail. And I was talking about the Enneagram, I was talking about being an Enneagram type three, a performer, a chameleon, and uh, a, a little bit about how... I live with motivations of um, wanting to succeed. Of and, and I know a lot of people want to succeed, but for me, the motivations and the fears kind of flip like a coin in the air. Uh, just that fear of failing and the desire to succeed. Because as I said in that episode, that's at some point in my life was communicated that you're loved by what you do and by what you accomplish. And if you fail... Well, why would you fail? That doesn't make any sense to me. So it was a great episode. I, I was being a little bit vulnerable out there, and uh, I loved the feedback I got. Thank you so much, especially for those of you who've decided to jump into the Enneagram because of that podcast. I'm I'm interested still. If you have if you know your number, you can give me some feedback. You can reach me at mangoandy at gmail.com, or you can just go to the contact form on the Mango Times website. That's the easiest way. I'd love to hear your story. You can leave a comment in the notes on this podcast. If you go to the mangotimes.com podcast page, you'll see that every episode has show notes and you can leave comments there as well. So however you want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you. But this episode, before we get started, is about pipe smoking. And it also comes on some feedback from a friend who said, I didn't realize that pipe smoking was a resurgence in you. I just thought you'd smoked a pipe ever since I've known you. Well, it was a resurgence, maybe maybe five years ago now, six years ago, I rediscovered my pipe. I want to talk about that story. I want to talk a little bit about why there was a resurgence and also just briefly what it is I like about pipe smoking, what it is that drew it, that drew me to it. And um, hey, maybe encourage you if some of you are starting a pipe journey. So uh, this episode, episode 17, Pipe Smoking. Be right back. Sometimes you just have to get away to put things in perspective. Wind down. This helps. Amphora. There's no rush here. Just plenty of time to concentrate on the really important things. Come on, boy. Let's go fishing. Melon Bite Free Amphora. The comfortable smoke. Yeah, that's a, a commercial I took off of YouTube uh, for Amphora Pipe Tobacco. And I know you couldn't see it, so let me describe it. It's a 
the the drum beat at the beginning is a a man who's uh rushing through downtown traffic trying to get a taxi and then you notice the music changes it sounds like a coffee commercial and you see him walking out in the woods with a flannel shirt on and uh, he has a golden retriever with him and he stops along a log and lights up his pipe and uh you know that's the that's the advertising campaign for amphora pipe tobacco in other words pipe tobacco let's calm down and let's enjoy nature so let's talk about this you know um pipe tobacco pipe smoking how did i get into it when i was uh, going to school in 1986 at the university of the pacific in stockton california there was a pipe shop in that town and it was a pipe and fly fishing and men's shop called the Tobacco Leaf, and it was in this little old village shopping center um, in Stockton, and so I went in there and, you know, looked around, and I just was enthralled by all these beautiful wooden pipes and the smell of the shop, man, the tobacco just smelled so good. You know, my dad was a cigar smoker growing up. My parents had smoked cigarettes, you know, before I was born, Uh, My dad had even smoked a pipe for some time. So looking back, you know, in my childhood, there was this image of my dad with a pipe. And that's one thing right there. It's just this motif of a grandfather, a father, um, someone that you respect like that, smoking a pipe. And the smells come in as well. So there's a lot of things that went into me being in that shop. But it was mostly just, it was just something, you know, here I am. I'm an English major in college, and I just thought an English major should smoke a pipe. So I talked to the guy, and I remember his name was Bill at the counter, and he sold me this pipe. And for those that are listening to this that care about pipes, it was an old Savinelli Roma. And um, he told me all about it, had you know, this great filter system, blah, 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 and then sold me a pouch of tobacco to go with it, or gave it to me, I guess. And and I went back and struggled to figure out how to smoke that pipe. Just started shoving tobacco in it and lighting it up and smoking it. And I didn't smoke it in my dorm room, even though smoking was allowed back then in your dorm room. But I would smoke it around campus. And off and on throughout the college years, I would smoke that pipe. Fast forward to dental school, where now suddenly you're learning about all the evils of smoking and cigarettes and chewing tobacco. And, um, you know, I was starting to have children and I thought to myself, maybe it's time to put the pipe away. There was, a, there was a teacher in dental school who smoked a pipe. And so I would smoke my pipe with him occasionally. And I'd smoke it on the way to and from school. So, um, you know, then I decided to put it away. I put it in a box. And as we moved out to the valley, we moved back to Modesto, I decided that um, I would bring my pipe out again. So I went over to our local pipe shop in town. It was Ed Crosby's tobacconist and fly fishing outfitter, very similar to the one in Stockton, E. Crosby, fly fishner and tobacconist. I met Ed and uh, he sold me some aromatic pipe tobacco again and uh, just a very nice smell. And I started smoking my pipe and I finally got down to, I would only smoke my pipe when I went camping. That way I didn't have to answer my young children when they said, why do you smoke a pipe? And off and on, I kept it in a box and as time went on, Um, that box got pushed farther and farther up into the closet and the tobacco dried out and the pipe was left alone. And I had one pipe. And I think I had a corncob pipe. And uh, that's how life went. One of the reasons people smoke pipes is for relaxation. And there was a time in my life about six, seven, eight years ago where life was pretty stressful. And I thought, you know what I need to do? I need to remember again 
what it was to smoke that pipe and relax. So I took it back out from the garage. I found the box and I went back to Ed Crosby. 15 years later, I took out my pipe, bought some more tobacco from him and uh, took it home and learned to smoke that pipe again. But at this time, there was a, a new change, and that was eBay had been around. So I was able to look on eBay for some used pipes. I was able to look in Ed's shop, and I realized that there was a craft and a hobby to both tobacco and pipe collecting. And I immediately got into it, got into the hobby, and started buying some pipes, started buying some cheap pipes, selling them, refurbishing them, and uh, worked up a little collection of pipes, realizing that, you know, I don't smoke that many pipes, but it was fun to have these great pipes in my collection. And there were a few white whales that pipe collectors go after. So I got into pipe smoking, pipe collecting, and then started dialing in my tastes for tobacco and just different pipe tobaccos. Now I realize, how do I balance this with my dental career? How do we balance pipe smoking with health? Well, let me take a break, and I'll be right back. Outside, the sea throws you an angry coming home party. But below, there's comfort. Introducing new Royal Comfort Pipe Tobacco. Now you can take comfort in knowing there's a good-tasting aromatic pipe tobacco specially blended to smoke cool, to always satisfy. Pipe after pipe after pipe. New Royal Comfort. If it's a cool smoke you seek, take comfort. There's another pipe commercial for you. That guy's in the middle of a storm in his boat. And as the storm is thrashing, he's down inside the boat smoking his pipe. So, tobacco smoking and health. Well, here are a couple thoughts on that. I'm not going to give you any scientific papers. I'm just going to say that one of the things that makes cigarette smoking so harmful to you is that you inhale it all the way deep into your lungs and then you exhale it back out through your lungs. And so lung cancer, heart disease, those are all part of smoking cigarettes. The other thing is the nicotine content in cigarettes tends to mean you get an addiction. Uh, with that nicotine, cigarette smokers become addicted. So you'll see them smoking packs per day, you know, and, and it's that constant smoking of cigarettes, that addiction that causes um, long-term smoking and disease. The interesting thing about pipe smoking is twice. One is you don't inhale it into your lungs. You just kind of roll it around your mouth and blow it out. And people say, well, what good is that? Well, there's a flavor, there's an aroma, and, and we'll get more to the truth behind the pipe smoking in just a second. But the second part of it is the nicotine content is so low that I've never met an addicted pipe smoker. Now, I've met people who are addicted to pipe smoking, but not to the tobacco. Now, let me get into that. Part of why I enjoy smoking a pipe and part of the health benefit, I think, is that you don't smoke a pipe in a rush. You're not smoking through a pack of cigarettes. You're not smoking through a cigarette. You're enjoying it. You're savoring it like you would uh, a glass of scotch or whiskey. You're not guzzling it down. You're sipping it. And like a pipe, you just sit there and slowly puff. There's a lot of contemplation, a lot of meditation that goes with pipe smoking. I've rarely met a pipe smoker that's rushed and rushing around when they're smoking their pipe. So the addiction doesn't come to the nicotine. It doesn't come to the tobacco. It comes to the slowing down. I'm addicted to my pipe because I like to calm down. Some people read. My wife loves to knit. I love to sit and quietly smoke a pipe and puff on it for a half hour, 45 minutes, 
at the end of my day. Is my blood pressure going up? No, it's going down. Is my addiction level going up to tobacco? There isn't one. You know, when I've when I've gotten sick over the years, I've given up pipe smoking for weeks at a time. You know, I gave it up for 20 years easily. I walk away any day. And, I, and that's not like anybody that says, oh, I walk away from addiction. Literally, you can walk away from pipe smoking. You run out of tobacco during the coronavirus, you're going to give up pipe smoking. You know, it's just that easy. And what's hard to give up for me is the contemplation. So, you know, I I like all those archetypes. I like sitting in front of my Bible or in front of a book reading with my pipe. I love enjoying a glass of whiskey at the end of the evening with a pipe. I love sitting with friends out on the back porch with my pipe. Um, I love fishing with a pipe in my mouth and taking a pause in between casts every once in a while and just smoking my pipe. I love the image. I love the feeling that that provides. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if that's what the addiction is, well, that's fantastic. So pipe smoking for me over the years has gone from, I just want to get into it. I think all English majors should smoke a pipe to, oh, I probably shouldn't do this in front of my kids to finally just an acceptance. And even for my kids that, hey, dad smokes a pipe. It's something he does in the evening. Uh, It's something he does in the morning when he gets up. Matter of fact, during this podcast, I've been smoking my pipe. Uh, It's just something I enjoy. Uh, I'll talk more in future episodes about things I love about it, but that's just my introduction to pipe smoking and and how I got involved and why I do it. And uh, I hope you like it. Hope hope if you're encouraged, if you're like, I want to know more about pipe smoking, let me know. You can contact me at a variety of different ways. Uh, you can get me at mangoandy at gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at The Mango Times. Or you can go right to the website, The Mango Times, where you can leave a comment in this podcast episode or just contact me directly through the website. Thanks for listening. I'm glad you were here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gave you a peek into the life of pipe smoking. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I will talk to you again next time. Sir Walter Raleigh, the brand of grand aroma. Smells grand, packs right, smokes sweet, can't bite, keeps fresh. So fresh in the pouch. Keeps 44% fresher. Smoke mild, Sir Walter Raleigh. You have been listening to the Mango Times podcast. Everything written and produced on this is by Andy Fletcher. If you're going to use it, steal it, borrow it, or share it on the internet, please just let me know. I don't care. I just want to know where my voice is being used out on the internet. And as a bit of a disclaimer, don't forget, everything I recommend on this podcast, you should use discretion. Choose whether you should watch it, listen to it, eat it, try it, go there. But when you do, don't forget to quietly make some noise. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.